We're back better than ever. It's the Chicken Fried Football Podcast. Woo! Yeah! Ready to talk some football. I'm excited, actually. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a lot going on. Yeah, holy crud, we have a lot going on. And um, international duty. We had um, a bunch of Dortmund guys playing. We had the USA playing. And, you know... And the MLS still marches on while everyone else is on break. The MLS marches on and I don't understand that at all. Yeah, agreed. Do not get it at all. Also, we will talk some U.S. men's national team with you and... I think we probably have a lot to say about that. Yeah. So let's start with the Dortmund guys um, first because we probably have less to say about them. And then we will dive into the U.S. window over the past um, week and a half, two weeks, however long it was. And see what we got. So, uh, Matt, start us off with um, what we got from the international news here. All right. Um, Let's see here. So, we had 15 players called up from Dortmund. Um, I don't think everybody played, but Nicholas Schlotterback... Or Nico Slaughterback, sorry, from uh, Germany. We had Sule for Germany, John, Imcha, Brandt, and Fulkrug, who was not in the squad at all because he's injured. Um, Sabitzer was for Austria. Haller went to Ivory Coast and faced some teams I've never heard of. Uh, Benza Bayemi was in the Algeria squad. Kobel was uh, included in Switzerland's squad. Probably didn't play because, you know, what's-his-face is Sommer or whatever's on there. Uh, Daniel Mullen uh, was on the Netherlands squad. And then Reerson was with Norway. Oscham was with Turkey. And then um, Mookie was with um, the U21s of Germany. And we had... Uh, Jamie Bynor Gittens with the U21s of England. Um, now, the people who <clears throat> got some, you know, who uh, did some stuff for their squads, I guess, other than just play, were uh, Mukoko Mookie got two goals in four minutes from Germany against uh, Kosovo, which is great. Kosovo isn't a real country. But at the same time, exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but two goals in four minutes, vamos Mookie. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> so that's unreal. Two goals in four minutes. 
um i believe that match ended like 3-0 for uh for germany so you know he scored more than half the goals obviously um he scored 66 percent of the goals there exactly um so yeah, good good game for him. Then we had Jamie Bynor getting getting an assist off the bench for England. Um and their what is it, three zero win. Um <clears throat> and then Benson Baimi or sorry. Sabitzer got an assist for Austria. Um Everybody else, um, Sule and Sean were in the starting lineup for Germany against their game, uh, or sorry, wow, uh, in their game against France. Um, Julian Brandt came off the bench. Um, nobody scored or assisted or anything like that. I feel like we had a Dortmund heavy team yeah. there for the uh, one. But then again, we did play France at the Signal Aduna. Um, so might have just been like, hey, let's get some hometown guys in for um, these fans, and uh, we'll go after it with these guys. So, um, I mean, honestly, great. Thrilled for all of our guys who got some work in over the international break. Um, 16 guys is a ton out of I probably th- 29 to 30, 25 to 30 ish eligible. Exactly. Um, yeah. Off the first team. Um, so I, I'm pleased with it. Um, Mookie doing what Mookie does. We need to play him more. I'll be honest. Because um, I think he can do that in the Bundesliga for us. Um, but as the fixtures begin to add up, um, starting. This week, actually, with um, a trip to Paris, um, I do think he will start to get some more minutes um, as guys just get worn down uh, by kind of the grueling schedule that we have for the next few months. Yeah, you're right. We've got Champions League, we've got the League, and the Pokal. So... Yeah, tons yeah. going on. Um, um, and let's see here. So no, Daniel Mullen so for the Netherlands. Um, he w- he played sixty eight minutes in their game against um, <clears throat> Republic of Ireland. So pretty nice performance. That's good. That's good. I, I mean, here Mullen's been fantastic this season. Um, I think if you've listened to our podcast long enough, uh, you know that. We are fans of Danielle Mullen. Um, at least I am. Um, but uh, we are we are pretty big fans of Mullen. Um, so seeing him get some work is is awesome. Um, and he's been really really great recently, and uh, just carrying on his form from last year. So uh, excited to see what he can do in the Champions League on Tuesday afternoon. Um, against um, PSG, so yes, should be a fun little matchup there for sure. I agree. Um, I also found 
Sebastian Allaire was in action for Ivory Coast against Lesotho. L-E-S-O-T-H-O. I've never heard of that country. Did they start AFCON qualifiers? Yes, this is what this was. Yeah, AFCON qualifier. Okay. Um, that makes more sense then, because when you were like saying it earlier to us before the episode, I was like, I was like, these are not real countries. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, these are fake. Like, I literally but, never heard of them, uh, ever. <laughs> but AFCON, that makes a lot of sense. Um, as that tournament is coming up in January, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, that's usually a middle of the season tournament there. It might be next. Where no, they should. Yeah, AFCON, that should be winding down, actually. You're right. AFCON 2023, um, will be hosted in the Ivory Coast, so... He does have um, duties there. Ooh, uh, home there. country, huh? Um, so it is actually mostly over our... Um, our break? Well, the first week of it's over our break. Um, it starts the 13th of January and goes to the 11th of February. So What? Yeah, it's in, it's in the middle of the minds? season. Nope. They haven't. They do that every single time. Um, so I thought it was in December last time. Maybe I'm unfortunate, imagining. honestly, for us. But so he'll be out for. I mean, depending on how long they make it in the tournament, uh, he could be out like six games. That's true. Potentially. Yeah. So you're going to see some run from Makoku. You're going to see some run from Fulkrug. And um, Ben Sabaini might be headed off to that as well. That's true for um, Algeria. So I will look at who has qualified for the list. Um, uh, there are 24 teams. Algeria is top of the list. Ivory Coast, so we're going to lose both of them uh, to that. And then I don't think we have anybody else from any of these countries, Algeria, Angola, Burkina Faso, Cameroon, Cape Verde, Ivory Coast, uh, DR Republic or DR Congo, Egypt, Equatorial Guinea, Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Mali, Mauritania, Morocco, Mozambique, Nambia, Nigeria, Senegal, South Africa, Tanzania, Tunisia, and Zambia. I don't think we have anybody else. Oh, no, definitely On a not. roster from those African nations. Not um, Yeah, not that I'm aware of. So... That's kind of nice, but two pretty good players um, that we are going to miss out on for at least three, maybe four um, league games for, and I'll have to check on the 
uh, group stage or the Champions League stuff as well. Well, group stage will be over. We'll, um, I would imagine. Oh yeah. Groups or um, jeez, yeah. The uh, round of sixteen will definitely be happening in at least by February, I think. That's so. That's a problem. We're gonna miss he. He's gonna miss th- three games. Um, in January, probably for sure. Uh, and then. I could miss a few. I mean, I guess kind of pending the how they do, you know, which I'm guessing they're going to make the knockouts of that tournament, both Algeria and Ivory Coast. You'd hope so, yeah. It looks like we have a midfielder from Guinea. Who? Uh, Kamara. He's eighteen. He he don't play. I know. Um. So, um. But yeah. So we're gonna miss him for at least I would say three league games, and then could potentially be six league games. Um. They're pending on how far they really go in the in the tournament there um but it's it's a lot of games no five league games if they go to the final so five league games if they go to the final not sure what the um not really sure what the what they'll do, obviously, like Senegal is really good. Egypt will be really good. Ghana will be really good. Um, so we'll see what goes down um, there. But it looks like round of 16 for the Champions League is February 13th, 14th, and then 24. 24- 20th and 21st and then March uh, 5th and 6th and 12th and 13th. So that would put the I don't know how that works out. The last, the first round or first game they probably wouldn't the be knockouts. back Yeah, exactly. If they're in the if final. they if they if they make it exactly. far, yeah, if yeah. they make it super far, they probably won't be in it. Um, and I mean, we can't. I, we honestly can't count that out because it is Algeria who's been good within the it's last. It's Algeria, like 10 years. and it is and Ivory uh, Coast. Who, I mean, it's the host. Yeah, it's the host. Who, who it just is normally the brings it. Yeah, and so you know, I. Am a believer in our team, and I'm a believer in Makoku, and I'm a believer in Full Krug that they can get it done while our guys are out. 
And uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes down. But uh, right now they are going to miss at least probably four games. Yep. Yep. My guess is at least it will be a yeah, minimum three. At minimum three. I don't see a way that around them getting back before February. You know, I expect all of them to be in the knockout rounds, whether that's quarterfinals or whatever. That um, and so <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I mean they'll probably take. Well, it's starting like just as our um. As the second half of the season starts, right? Right, oh, yeah. yeah. The first game after the international break is uh, January 13th, which would be their first day of AFCON in the tournament. So, Wow. So, okay, so our first game after winter break is the first game of AFCON. That's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Against I mean, it sucks, but it sucks, but it's also like, well, this is how they do it, you know. I mean, that's true. Plus, that schedule right there for those games. If we're being serious, it's Darmstadt, Cologne, Bauckham, Heidenheim, and Freiburg. I right. mean. We should be up and running by that time, but who knows? You gotta. We hope. should have five wins by that sure. uh, out of those five games. Like, yeah, you really gotta hope that you have those those wins there, um, because if not, it's gonna be rough. Honestly, yeah, um, yeah, really rough. We're gonna have a bad. Season. You should have. If it you is. should have Fulker getting getting ton of minutes, probably being the starter, and then, um, but could have Makoku kind of depending on when the Pokal is, pending Champions League stuff. Like if we're playing two three games a week, kind of thing, it could be a situation where we we need all hands on deck up front, and so. I believe in our team, and I think we'll be all right, for sure. Yeah, I think you're right too. So, um, all right, cool. Thanks for listening about Dortmund. Um, we are so grateful that they have the eight thirty a.m. game on Saturday. Um, when we get back from the international break, praise God. But. Let's talk about the USA. Let's talk about this window and what happened, what didn't happen, and what we liked, what we didn't like, and here we go. Yeah, do you want to start? Wrap up the window, <laughs> to wrap up the window, we had two games, one against Uzbekistan, one against Oman, we won 3-0 and 4-0. Uh, Uzbekistan was played in St. Louis. Oman was played in Minneapolis. Um, against Uzbekistan, which I believe they're the ninth-ranked team in AFC, 
Um, we did not look good. We won three nil, and no. that score is. We scored two like after eighty minutes, and honestly, like one or one of them was a penalty, and the only real goal that like looked awesome and like had good build up play and had um a good strike was Tim Way's goal in the fourth minute. Yeah, that was a beautiful goal for sure. Like Weston getting the ball down um with like four touches and four of the most acrobatic touches you've ever seen in your life and getting it down and just putting it on Wea's foot. Wow. Wea had a rocket too. It was super nice. Very, very, very nice goal. Yeah. Like, absolutely um, just tore it. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a hit, <laughs> dude. It was so nice. Like, I was like, holy crap. We, I was really amped. Um, it was my daughter's first USA game and uh, my son's first USA game that his kit actually fit because um, Matt got him uh, the red and blue distorted kit from 20. 20- Two, yeah, like I can't even remember. Pre World Cup, pre World Cup kit. Um, so maybe twenty one. Really cool. Yeah, like, well, it would have been like most of the no year twenty two. Anyways, because we didn't get those new World Cup kits till like right before the tournament. So uh, most of the twenty two, but it's a super cool kit, um, and it was his first time to get to wear it because um, Matt bought a big one for him where he could grow into it and wear it for a few years but uh my daughter's first game and i was amped man Wea, Wea's goal looked so good it looked so good but then like our team looked just like they just shut down for 65 minutes we didn't have life it felt like yeah it's yeah, it's just, I don't, the tactics aren't there, nothing's there, what are we, yeah, what were we doing? I I mean, I, mean, I, like, I get, I get like, it. it's Uzbekistan, like, why are we even playing this team, to be honest with you? But, well, like, put on a show for forced. somebody. We kind of got forced into playing them. And here's the deal. They're not a terrible side. I think they played pretty well. Um, I wasn't wasn't expecting them to be good, but they're not as bad as people were saying they were. I'll say that. They, they had good play. They were... Decent through the midfield. Their goalie stood on his head a few times. Um, and right now they're they're the I think the ninth best team in uh, Asia. Um, and we kind of got forced into it due to comable qualifiers. And I 
think Euro qualifiers. It, yeah, it's very true. I mean, Mexico basically played the same teams we did, right? Like, uh, yeah, they played did Uzbekistan they play in the, in for the sure. Other game because I don't know if did they play and Oman. Then, I don't know. They might have played Oman. I didn't really pay attention to Mexico at all. Um, okay, but. Yeah, it, I mean, you play who's in front of you. And with the team that we had out there, it should have been a lot more. It should have been a lot more. You had Matt Turner in goal. Tim Ream was out there in his hometown of St. Louis. Like Plisic was out there. Wea was out there. Dest, McKinney, Musa. Jedi, like it was pretty much the A team that we could start, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what it was. It was the best available players that we have, yeah. It was it was best available that we had. Exactly. And while, while I'm a little annoyed, I'm glad we got a dub. But it really, I mean, we were a couple Matt Turner saves away from being down 2-1 at one point. I mean, Tim Ream had a couple really bad giveaways where he just literally let the guy just run past him and just gave him the ball almost. And so... Yeah, we looked shaky. We looked like we didn't know what we were doing, how we were going about it. And honestly, that's on Greg. It is on Greg, 100% on those tactics. I, uh, gosh, that man. Um, he just, has no tactics. I just want to point he has out no tactics. Mexico played Australia. So why couldn't we get Australia on? the uh calendar because they didn't play another friendly and they were oh, in the that u.s is a fumble. so what were we doing that is a fumble by absolute by u.s soccer dog. that is a huge fumble. come on guys yeah get australia on like, the on the actual calendar australia is good australia was a literal round of 16 Exactly. How, how we're playing we're Oman and Uzbekistan, and Australia has an open date. And they were on the continent. Exactly. I didn't even realize they played. I didn't even realize they played, they played in Dallas. Bro, they were in freaking Dallas. They were at Jerry's World. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't. This federation that is a, like, that's a fumble, man. That is such a fumble. Like, get our guys playing the best competition. And honestly, Oman was not the best competition. Oman is they not. were bad. Um, every player other than one was from the Oman top league. Are you serious? And I didn't and even pay other, attention. The other player that wasn't from the Oman Top League literally doesn't have a club. Oh, my. 
<sighs> and we had Australia on the continent and couldn't get it done? That is dumb. Wow. I am so disappointed now. Like, like I gosh. honestly don't have words for how dumb that Jeez. is. That's so terrible. That is so terrible. Um, But uh, people who played really well, honestly, Weston McKinney had a really great window. Um, for us, he looked like a dynamic playmaker who we know and love, who we've been rooting for for the last seven years. Um, he was, he was great this window. Uh, Pepe had two goals this window. Um, and that number nine spot, I mean... I love that they're just pushing each other to be great. I love it. I agree. I 100% agree. Like, and I really hope that Pepe gets a lot more games at PSV. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. I hope so, but Luke de Jong's looked really good as a starter. Well, Luke de Jong is a Premier League player that's exactly playing in, at PSV. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, uh, I've definitely been watching those games ever since the those two. Wait, do we have three guys on there now? Three, Tillman, Dest, yeah. and um, and Pepe. Catch uh, on here's the deal. Plus. I think that when their schedule starts to kind of open up a little bit, um, because everybody right now has pretty much been playing one game a week, um. There's not been a lot of cup games. There's been no Champions League, no Europe, whatever. Um, PSV's had the qualifying for Champions League. Yeah. But it's only been two other games, so. Yeah, it's only been two other games. They were in, like, the last round. Yeah. Pretty much. They weren't, they didn't have to go through, like, three rounds to get there. Um, And so, I'm... I, I hope Pepe gets a lot more minutes. Um, you never hope for an injury, but if Luke Dion goes down, I hope Pepe goes and scores like 15. Yes, that would be great. Um, but yeah, they're, I mean, they're pushing each other. You can tell Pepe is very comfortable with the national team. You can tell that he... Uh, has a lot of safety and I feel like a lot of these guys really do have a lot of safety at this national team and they're it's like they get to go home they get to play with all their boys like they get to go to a place where like they're genuinely loved and accepted by like their teammates and friends who for the most part they've been playing with for a long time through youth camps and stuff like that obviously like we have some that didn't get started incredibly early, like Jedi Robinson and whatever. But, I mean, this U.S. team, it kind of feels just like a safe space for our guys to just come back to, you know? And that's really nice. Oh, 100%, yeah. I mean, you could you can tell with them just talking, and, I mean, they're really just vibing uh, whenever they're 
together. Like they all just look extremely happy uh, to be back. <clears throat> um, I was also looking at PSV real quick. They actually did go through the third round qualifying, or no, yeah, third round qualifying, and then the playoff round qualifying for Champions League. Um, oh, okay. Strum Graz. I thought they were right in there is, with uh, Rangers. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that they had to go through this either, to be honest with you. But Pepe scored at least one goal. That's what it looks like. Um, well, that's good. During those, that's what we wanna, those games. So, want to see from Pepe? Yeah. So, I I mean, I'm cool with that. I think that's, um, I mean, I think it's awesome that he was able to get a few goals, make it look good um, for us. Balogun got a goal kind of off of a, off that Dest rocket shot. Oh, my gosh. That was such a ridiculous shot by Dest. Um, and Balogun picks up kind of the uh, – trash there and just puts it back in um in the Oman game um the other night but yeah just the USA right now I mean the fact that Australia was on the continent we didn't get them is a borderline fireable offense I mean like we're trying to prep up for Copa America what are we doing yeah, we, we need to be playing the best competition in every single thing. And these were not the best teams available by any right. means. Now, and we now and, know that. And our next window our next window is a huge opportunity. Uh, we have Germany and Ghana in Europe and in October. Germany looked good against France. I... It yeah, they didn't make look any terrible. sense. Like, um, but you know, it is what it is. Those are two really big powerhouse club or powerhouse nations, and we'll play hard. You know, that's true. They'll they'll come in, they'll play hard, and so I hope that we bring in Tyler Adams. Pending his fitness, he looks like he's about ready to go for Bournemouth. Let's go and, up the cherries. Um, Geo. Geo Reyna has to be there for us. And let me tell you this. Geo Reyna unlocks Pepe and Balgan to a level that our current 10 can't do. Weston played the 10. He was great at the 10. Maybe it's time to bring Musa off the field as the eight and yeah. put Weston at the eight and put Geo at the 10. He's yeah. too good, dude. He's too good. He finds the passes. He knows where to go. And a lot of people are like, well, Balogun, all this. Yes, he hasn't played because he was his move didn't go through till super late with Monaco. But... I feel like Geo, even in a situation where flow ain't all the way up to pace, 
I feel like he still puts him in a better position with better quality balls on the goal. Oh, for sure. I 100% agree with that. 100% and so, agree with that. Um, I liked what I saw from uh, the one kid, uh, Palermo guy, uh, that's um, playing – He's the outside back, Christopher Lund. Oh, yes. Uh, I really liked what I saw from him. Dude was lively on the on the wings. Uh, got up and down. Um, and honestly, in Greg's system, for whatever system he has, the wingbacks got to go forward. And yeah. he provided the, a great extra to Jedi. Now he's not the starter, but he was very good, very lively. And it was just like one of those where you're like, all right, cool. I could see you being good and doing well for us and really making it happen on that side of the field. I agree. I agree. So that I mean that was nice to see. Um from from uh, a guy who literally got his first call up like last week for us. And um it was nice to see Horvath get a start, go full ninety minutes, get a clean sheet against Oman. Um after Matt Turner had left camp to go back to London for the birth of his daughter, or I guess Nottingham now. I don't really know where his wife is right now in terms Somewhere of... Somewhere in England. At, at a place. Yeah. Uh, but it is... Uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to see some of those younger guys, guys who we don't always see... Um, you know, in camp or whatever, get some good minutes and get some good action. Uh, nice to see Malik Tillman out there balling, um, making it happen uh, for for the USA. Um, I'm I'm expecting a huge season from him, honestly, at Eindhoven. Yeah, I mean. What else? What else do we need to say about U.S. soccer? Because I feel like there's a lot that's not been said on this podcast that probably needs to be said. Just, to... I mean, just at the moment, it's it's in disarray. I mean, we're we're still in disarray even after Burhalter was brought back. I just I don't understand why we brought him back why we still had the search what why we did all this just to bring back the same person um right it's right yeah it still just doesn't make any sense at all um i'm right now i'm looking at uh at a graphic that uh basically shows like the best 11 right now for the u.s men's national team um which is I really like this, actually. Uh, we have Balogun at the nine, Pulisic, Reyna, Wea on the 
or well, Pulisic and Wea, then Adams, Reyna, McKinney, then Robinson, Ream, Richards, Dest, and Turner. I'm I, great with that. Yeah, I think that's that a great looks lineup. Great. Honestly, I think that's a fantastic lineup. That's perfect. Let's throw that on against whoever we face at Copa America. Well, and my thing is, like, there's a lot of people that don't like Tyler Adams, and that's fine. Why? Um, I don't understand. Because his passing's not great. Whatever. Tyler Adams covers so much of the field. And, yes, he plays with a lot of heart, and, yes... Sometimes that is because of yellow or that causes yellow cards. But like Tyler Adams is our best defensive midfielder. I don't think there's anybody else that comes close to the ground he covers and the like just the space that he can cover up for a very forward thinker like a Gio Reyna, you know? And yes, Tyler mm-hmm. Adams has ga- pieces of his game that he needs to work on, but coverage of the field is not one of them. He no, probably yeah. does need to sh- work on his shooting a little bit more. He definitely needs to work on his passing a little bit more. But as far as getting... The ball from people and being aggressive and getting literally running into end to end to end to end to end and side to side, he does not need to work on that. He's very, very good at it. And I I just think like our team is better when he's in the in there because it allows people like a Weston McKinney who's more of an offensive player, to be more offensive. Because Tyler's there covering ground. It allows Gio Reyna, who is definitely not a defensive player, to play offense. Because he knows he's got Adams behind him, just ball hawk. Mm. And so... Yeah, that's very true. Like... Do I wish Dest was a little bit better of a defender? Yes. But do I like what he brings offensively? Absolutely. You yeah. know, the the US team is not perfect, but it, far from it. We need a tactical How do I say this? A person of tactical intelligence at the reins. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because yeah, Greg's Greg not has no tactical that. intelligence. He does not bring any added value to this team, other than apparently the culture. The culture of his hoodies and his sneakers. So stupid. Ugh. I don't, yeah, like anybody can create culture like that. I, anyone can do it. You just have to be friendly is, enough. 
I, just, I get it. Like a culture matters on a team. And like feeling good, being around all your boys matters. But like, brother, we trying to win. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like we trying to win. You can't be BFF with everybody and then not be BFF with Geo, and expect to win. And and granted, Geo was hurt. He's been out with the injury and like probably didn't need to get called back into the team this time. Yeah, but at we the were same also time, playing Uzbekistan and Uzman, um, Oman. Yeah, but like the fact that there are multiple reports of of Greg not reaching out to Geo yet after he literally threw him under the bus. This mm-hmm. is the leader we picked, Matt Crocker. Exactly. Like what? This is the one. Crocker crap is what it is. And the thing is, I think Crocker is a good director of sporting or whatever the heck he's called. Where did he President? come from again? Southampton. Okay. And so like he's really good at developing the youth cuz let's be real, Southampton has had some dudes come through that. Yeah, Theo Walcott. He's been there. They've got what? It no, every- dude. They had Virgil. They oh, had yeah, Van Dyke. Yeah, Ake. No, Mane. Ake is from Bournemouth. Yeah, Mane. Like they've had some dudes. Come yeah, through they that were basically the Brighton before Brighton. Yeah, and like I think he's gonna do a great job. I think we missed on the on the Greg hire. Oh, 100% we did, yeah. It's And, yes, you can have your bounce passes and your whatever, your sneakers, your Jordans, your hoodies. Yeah, come on. But guess man. what? His hoodie, his hoodie is literally available on Nike.com. Nike's website. You can buy it for yourself. It's not hey. like he put on a... a a Prada hoodie or a Louis Vuitton hoodie. He literally just put on a Nike hoodie that you can buy online for 90 bucks. For 90 bucks. <laughs> sure. It looks awesome. Sure. It looks really cool. But like I could buy that hoodie today. You could buy that hoodie today. It's not like he did anything Unbelievable. There was no designer. It's literally an acuity. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, but I just need somebody who's going to challenge our guys to go be better, to go make the quarterfinals, semifinals of the Copa America. To go push further than we pushed at a World Cup. To get to a semifinal. You know? Yeah. And the thing is, our chat had a pretty open and candid conversation about this earlier. But in the two, three games that BJ Callahan was... Interim uh, coach? There... 
we had more tactics and more it felt like more success than we did yeah and i and i've said this before also like everyone's kind of freaking out about the last world cup experience bro we missed a world cup but the previous one we made it to the round of 16 so we're not like we didn't get anywhere we haven't been yet so it's not progress at all with greg period we literally got yeah, back well, to where we've we won we were. some nations leagues cool Woo-hoo. we proved nations we're the best League. team in Concacaf. mexico's cool. terrible right now mexico yeah, is literally exactly. down in the dirt canada John Herdman just left to go freaking be an assistant coach at TFC. Yeah, at like, Toronto. Yeah, it's it, our federation, or sorry, region is nepotism. It's nepotism. Well, yeah, our federation too. is full of nepotism. Yeah, we can't get it together. Come on, guys. I mean, we have a chance to be full-on, like, kings of this region forever while everyone's kind of down and out. We we do. We have the ability and the potential to literally have a stranglehold on, on every single tournament. Exactly. And we couldn't get we, it done at Gold Cup for some reason. I mean, I and know. In Gold Cup, yes, we went to penalties with Jamaica. Brought their best team, and it's a, it was a very good team, and we brought a C team. But don't call it an A team when you yeah. know it's a C team. Just say you don't care about the tournament. Yeah, which we shouldn't that much, I guess, anymore. Just say you don't it's care not- about Gold Cup. Yeah, it's not really a tournament. To, it's like the League Cup of international yes. play. It's for sure League's Cup of international play. Um, But it is like we've got to do better as a federation. We have to. Our boys deserve so much more. We literally have so many guys playing in top leagues across Europe. That, and we have a World Cup in three years. On home shores. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just... It's not a World Cup in three years that's in some random country in Asia. It's a World Cup that has games in Dallas. Kansas City. Seattle. New York, Los Angeles. Yeah, it, exactly. it's a World Cup that literally is going to be played down the street. That we can go get on a domestic flight and get to for the first time in a long time, almost in my whole life. Yeah. For the first time in, what is it, 30 30 years since 94. It'll be 32. Um, Okay, 32. it rolls around, yeah. 
Yeah, because it was 94 and it's 26. So yeah, 32 years, almost my whole life that we haven't hosted this tournament. And we've got to be better. And that goes to the women's side too. We can't, oh, yeah. we can no longer just kick ball, run fast. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. We've got to be better. We've got to demand more from their federation. We've got to get those teams that will come to the United States and play against Mexico, a team who is not good right now. A team who their coach barely knows the names of their players. He's been there for four and a half seconds. Yep. Yep. Like, that's where we're at. Yeah, it's time for us to take it, like, and literally just run. Yes. But then again, yeah, like... Does this federation just not want to appeal to the fans? I mean, it, we also saw what a mock-up for the newest kit for next year, and it looks yeah, and it's just like just the crest as a big crest terrible. in the middle of the shirt. I don't think that's gonna be accurate. I hope not. It better not be because it literally I mean, looks like just a actual graphic fan made shirt that you can. That you can get at Walgreens. That's right. <laughs> exactly. It, yeah. I mean, it, if that's real, then I don't want it. Period. I don't. Uh, I don't even want to be I mean, associated with it. Matt, what do you want out of a USA kit? Ooh. This is great. This is a great conversation to have. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, it actually is. Out of a home USA kit that we could genuinely have. I mean, realistically, it's always been white, right? White with blue shorts and either white socks or blue socks, kind of pending. Yeah, it's always been which way we white with a blue, blue like uh, outline. Blue shorts, blue shorts, blue numbers, something like that. Um. And we had the year, and we've had blue away jerseys, we've had red away jerseys, we've had red and blue, we've had a black jersey recently, we've had a... Honestly... I don't know. I just want some type of design. Like, I don't really care what it is, it just needs to pop. We need something. Like, the warm-up kit with the Volkswagen on it. Was the best thing Bro, we've the had in a kits long are so time. Sick. The new warm up kits look awesome too. I just I saw those uh, over the weekend and they look fantastic. And we just I don't know what we're doing with the actual. Uh, it's like we want to look respectable or like we want to look I don't clean. Know, clean. Yeah, it just who cares? Throw it all at the wall and let's look like crazy. Americans like we are like I mean give me yeah, some and, you know some random stuff on it I I just like I don't even know yeah I don't even I mean, know 
if we're going to go with this whole white thing, I mean, I get it. I get it. If we're going to go white and blue, I get it. Let's throw some like sublimated hoops on there or something. A few, like, it was probably 10 years ago. Michael Bradley was wearing it, whatever. They had that one, it was hoops kit. It was. You talking about the red and white? Like, no, it was like uh, white with kind of some gray, but a red line in between them. I thought those kits looked kind of kind of sweet, just because they were very different. Um, I personally think the Waldo kit that we had. What was that? Twenty ten? No, not twenty ten. 2014 the red and white hoops i believe you're right on the 2014 give me just a moment i'm trying to look it up um yeah i i mean the that one was so good i loved that one i loved the 2017 2018 maybe um where it was the white and blue stripes, like the blue faded to white. Um, and then they, we had the red one that year. Um, the women had the red, like when they went to World Cup, and the men had the red too. Um, and those looked awesome. Uh, honestly, I really like a red, the, a red kit for the USA. I don't know why. The 2012 is what you're talking about with the the white and the red hoops. Yes. Is that right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yes. That one was a nice one. See, it was super nice. I really liked this pinstripe one from 2007. I think we should incorporate some pinstripes in at some point. Because uh, that was, yeah. I mean, that's a really nice look, honestly. Was that the Copa America one where it was the blue? Yes. Yes, dude. That would yes. be amazing. We should definitely do that, that. It was the blue with the white pins? Yes. Mm -hmm. Dude, those that were popped. so sick. Those were so sick. I loved those. Um, Man, yeah, those were good. Those were good. The 2018 jerseys, that's sort of the ones I was talking about, where it was like the white fade to blue, fade to red. I <laughs> think those are... I think those were special. I think they were so nice. The 21 away was super nice. Um, or the 22 away, whatever. The 2019 red that we had was really cool. But it was just a carryover of that 2018 with the lines on it. I liked that one. Um... <laughs> 2015, 2016, where we had the blue that faded up the white. That was cool. The Bomb Pop 2014. Iconic kit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like the 2017 third kit, honestly. That red one. There, it was so sweet. It was hey, such a nice... That's the it one was I so different. She likes it a lot. It was so different, it's dude, because we press. always go... We always go blue away. We always go um, red ho or white home. 
and it was just so nice. It was so different. Like, I love that. Um, the 2008 home was the one I was referencing with the white, uh, with the red, and then the gray kind of stripes on it. Um, it was just such a different kit. Oh, um, yeah. I, yeah, I remember It was just, that. like, very different. But it was, like, it, like, looked really nice when they wore it, I thought. Um, so... Yeah, honestly, a design would be nice. I think more red incorporated into the jersey would be nice, too. It'd be cool if they did a white jersey with some type of, like, red pinstripe. Whoa. That would be... That actually kind of sounds dope. Right? That would be sick. Like, even if the pinstripes were kind of fading down into, like, white shorts... Ooh. Or whatever. Like that kind of sounds awesome. Um that actually yeah, that would be super nice, I think. Um oh, man. Yeah, I, I just want Nike to take a risk on our kids. Like Yeah, they haven't. <laughs> they haven't like, done that. The in thing a is long time. you you saw like like Portugal's Nike. I'm trying to think of like other Nike teams, you know. Portugal's Nike and Nike I feel like Nike hit on their kids this year. They were like the white one was super simple, but the red one was like kind of different, you know, than what we normally have. And so I just wanted to take a risk on our on our kids, man. Get a sublimated Lady Liberty on there, cheeseburger or something. Like, get some sublimated beer on the on the jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Chimichangas or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) To quote, to quote Talladega Nights. <laughs> this is Chinese food, China. <laughs> Chimichangas, Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I think we both just want Nike to just take a risk on our kids. Just, yeah, just do something. Like I real, like honestly. I kind of like the cheeseburger idea. Just put a bunch of like random cheeseburgers all over it, and uh, they, large they could be fries. like yeah, large fries. They could be like in like not like f- you can't really f- see them or whatever, but they're like kind of like pushed into the. If you know what I mean? Yeah, they're sublimated in. <laughs> they're like in the background of everything. That would be crazy. Uh, but enough about that. That's. That's fine. So I just I just want Nike to take a risk on our kids. I just want them to stop being so simple and basic and whatever. Leave the simple and basic to England with their kits that literally don't look different every single yeah, time they have them. It's outside white of this year. And that's it. Um, but just take a risk. Um, uh, and honestly, every time you come out with kits, bring a red one out. Bring a I red agree. one out. 
I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. If you're gonna send it, and Nike is a American company, let's send it. We get three kits every single time. Full stop. Yeah, I don't get it. it I, yeah, they should be willing to go all out for us. Like Adidas is. We all get three kids. We going get... out for Mexico. In Germany, they make and, banger yeah. after banger after banger. Like, wait, we just. Who, I mean, Brazil always has amazing kits. Why can't they do it for us? Brazil got three kits this year, and they were all they had, amazing. They had the yellow, the traditional yellow. They had the blue with the green, and then they got that black kit for the anti-racism campaign. And that black kit is fire. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's so good. Every single one of theirs is amazing. I just, uh, like, Nike just drops the ball with us. They don't like us. And I don't know why. Well, I don't either. So, um, yeah. Do you think it be? I, I think, do you think it's because of the MLS deal? You know, I don't know. I feel like that would make the USA deal like better almost. Like, hey, this is our one chance in America to make kits that Americans are going to wear for sure. You'd think, you know, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're salty. I don't, maybe, I have maybe no idea. <laughs> but let's hope Nike does something cool for us uh, this upcoming year where we can really find some some good kits for the USA team. I mean, they took a risk, I feel like, with the women's team, like the paint splatter kit. It was like very different. Like they don't, but I feel like they always take a risk with the women's team. Like they gave them gold jerseys one year. They gave them neon jerseys one year, which was weird. Yeah. You remember when they had the neons, like the neon socks? It was like they were wearing all white with faded to neon socks. Yeah. <laughs> so random. So strange. <laughs> And that was like a couple years after they gave us like the gold jerseys and the Jedi tunic jerseys. Like the yeah. USA women have had some wild kids. It's and true. And the men just fall short every single time. It's true. Yeah. I mean, the or the blue from this year's not bad. Um the arm the blue from right now kind of cool. The blue from right now not the World Cup blue yeah no no oh it's, yeah the blue from right now is our best kit maybe that we've had in the last like two years since the red and blue kit since yeah, the one that yeah Clark that's has. probably true yeah yeah um that yeah i could yeah the blue one's really nice i mean i just don't really always like the nike template that they have no, but their kits especially are nice. this year. But their kits are super nice. Yeah. Better than Pumas. Yeah, by 100%, far. 100%, yeah. 
Yeah. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Wait, I I wonder if there's a website where you can look at the women's uh old kits. Yeah, probably. I mean, I can remember a bunch of them, but it is uh I, we'll see. Oh, here it is. We'll see. I found it actually. On the uh Football Kid Archives, you just have to hit you or you have to search U.S. Women. Great, yeah, the U.S. Women have had some sick kids. Sick. When was that one that you were talking about with the weird? The neon. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think. Or the Jedi was that kids. Sixteen Olympics. Um. Maybe I feel like that was an no, no, no. It was twenty five. No? It was twenty fifteen homes. It was twenty fifteen home jersey. They were like white and black. Oh, they that's right. You're right. So I see boring. And then yep. they had white shorts with black, and then they faded to neon. Yeah, it was the so strangest thing ever. Dumb. And like their away kit that year was so sick. Like, that's such a good kit, I feel like. The blue one. And then they had, in 2011, they did the Jedi kits, is what I call them. Let me go back. I can't remember what those They literally like look like, like they have like a... They have like oh, a yeah, that's like right. The two lines. I call them the Jedi kit. They, I just think they look weird. And then they had the gold kit, like, in 2007... What it, bro? There's like four year gaps between kits on this website. Did they just I not know wear them? Like what's happening? Well, it, until like twenty, like pretty much I think twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Did they just wear the same ones as the men? They wore like the same one as the men's a lot. If it wasn't a World Cup year, right? If it wasn't World Cup year, and they always got special ones on World Cup years. I mean, that kind of makes sense, I guess, right? Might as well put everybody out in the same thing, unless it's a World Cup. Save money and stuff. I don't yeah. know. So, we'll see, but... Alright, well, hey, thanks guys for uh, tuning in to the Chicken Fried Football Podcast. Um, Club Football is back this week. Uh, we would love for you guys to hit us up. Um, chat the game Matt and I will both be watching on Saturday when Dortmund is back at 8.30 central time um, really glad club, club football is back I need to set my fantasy lineup for our fantasy premier league um, but check us out on socials we are on twitter we are on instagram um, come through on there uh, we would love to hear from you. Give us a rating and review um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, wherever. Uh, we would love to catch up with you there. Um, but as for Thad and as for Matt, see ya! Later. Later.